my friends, to another episode of Health Hacks with Dr. Jenny, my podcast on all things health-related and things you can do to hack your way to better health. I think one of the things that you can do is take a look at the meat that you are consuming to make sure it is high quality. I believe that we talk a lot about quantity when we talk about nutrition. How many calories should you be eating? What percentage of your calories should come from fat, from carbohydrates, from protein? And those are all good conversations to have, but I think an even better conversation is what is the quality of food that you are consuming? And I just want to talk a little bit about meat. I believe that people, generally speaking, are healthier when they consume meat. And of course, everybody's different and you might have a situation where that's not true for you. But by and large, I find that people will express their best health when they are eating some some meat products. And um, I do a lot of nutrient testing with people and part of my nutrient panel includes an amino acids profile. And those are the building blocks of proteins. And when I look at those on many people, I find that those are across the board low. And that just tells me that there are a lot of people running around that could consume more protein and that would be a good thing. These um, amino acids form the building blocks for a lot of neurotransmitters and different things in the body that make us feel good, like mental, affect our mental health. So it's really important that we have that discussion and um, look at high quality sources of protein. So let's talk a little bit about that. Chances are you have seen one of the documentaries that I've seen on the way meat is produced. And I could not agree more that some of the conditions that animals are raised in are just inhumane and sad and horrible. And on one hand, I feel super sad for the animals that are raised like that because it's it's terrible. It's unethical. It's inhumane. And then on the other hand, if you think about people that are consuming these animal products, their health is affected too, because if you're not eating a healthy animal, you're not consuming something that is going to make you healthy. So there's, there's that perspective too. And so what does that look like in terms of meat and poultry and and even dairy products? So I, I think first of all, let's, let's take beef and Cows are meant to be grazing on open pasture. They eat grass, they get sunshine, they get fresh air. They are not cooped up in little stalls where they can't move and are just crammed in there. When they are doing what they're supposed to do and eating grass, they become a source of omega-3 fat. So because they're eating grass, they their constitution is one that is more anti-inflammatory in nature versus the cows that are smushed into these little stalls and they're they're being fed these grains, corn-based and grain-based feeds that are genetically modified. And, you know, there's all kinds of stuff in there that create inflammation in the animal's body and then in, in our bodies as we consume them. And then because they're all stuffed into these um, tight quarters, they get sick. And so they have to put antibiotics in their feed. And so, again, we consume these. And so that's, in addition to it just being a horrible way to raise an animal, it's terrible for our health. 
And so that when you're talking about cows too, you look at that would affect the the production of dairy. You know, there's cows that are beef cows and there's cows that are dairy cows. And if you're consuming dairy, the same thing holds true. The the inflammatory substances and the antibiotics and even growth hormones that they give these animals to make them produce more milk, those things all pass through. So there's that. Uh, very often in my practice, I will have people avoid dairy for health reasons. Um, so that that's less of an issue than, than the meat because I very rarely will recommend someone give up meat. There has to be a reason that I have identified for me to make that recommendation. And then um, let's look at chicken and poultry. Um, those animals, again, they're made to run around. They're made to be out um, eating grasshoppers and other bugs and things like that that are high in protein. And when they don't do that and they're stuffed in these really crowded barns and sometimes they don't even ever put their feet on the ground. Like you've heard of cage-free chickens and all that kind of stuff. There are actually some chickens that are, it's terrible. They're raised in these conditions where they're just stuffed in there and they're, they, they never see a natural environment. And they're being fed, again, grains that are genetically modified and inflammatory and all kinds of stuff. And again, with the hormones and the, um, the steroids to make them the, the breast meat juicier and bigger and um, to make them develop faster than they should and cramped quarters. So we're talking about antibiotics again and, and all of those things. And that is just, it's, I don't think it's the best thing for us to um, consume for our health. And then pork is another interesting, um, it's a topic of debate in in the health community there are some people that say you know no one should ever consume pork and they say that for a number of reasons the, the way that a, a pig's digestion works the fact that they don't sweat um, the fact that they don't chew their cud um, and even some of the judeo-christian worldviews suggest that it's not a quote unquote clean thing to consume and that, that there are better choices for your health and so that is something that I think, um, you know, every person has to answer that for themselves. But what, what I always say is if you are going to consume pork, then at least make sure you're getting the highest quality version you can get. Find a, a source, either a farmer or a company that is committed to raising the animals in a quality fashion. So you minimize the nastiness that is going on, just like with any other meat. So that I, I would say that it's really important in the case of pork to make sure that you're consuming um, a high quality source. So um, I, I hope that that gave you some food for thought. And what I will say about if you are listening and you're overwhelmed and you're thinking, I know I need to make an upgrade in the way that I eat. And how do I do this without breaking the bank? I've got this food budget and I can't afford to just buy all my meat organic. And how do I do this? And let me give you a few strategies. The, the first one I would say is use your budget wisely. So um, take, take what you've got for meat and, and consume the healthy stuff. If that means it's a little less meat, then, then do it and eat more vegetables and eat less meat, but eat the good stuff. Um, you can also, 
you know, find a buddy in the, in the beef world, a lot of times it's a lot more cost effective to approach a farmer and purchase the whole cow or half a cow or a quarter cow and have the meat processed and then you store it in your freezer. That'll cost you, you know, we, we do that. And so your cost per pound of ground beef um, is like three or four dollars a pound instead of six or seven if you go to the health food store and, and buy the ground beef. So there's things you can do like that. You can team up with a neighbor or a friend or a family member if you have to buy in bulk, if if you don't need a hundred pounds of ground beef or whatever. Um, and, and you can do it that way. Shop for deals. When, when you see something on sale at the health food store or um, just even like Walmart and Aldi and some of the big box stores are starting to jump in on this organic and grass-fed meat trend. So when you see it on sale, grab it up and stock up um, and then stick it in your freezer. Um, There's that. And then if you are trying to transition into this way of, of life and you're overwhelmed, you, you might not want to just throw out everything that's in your freezer, but make a deal with yourself of saying, hey, when, when my chicken is gone, I'm, I'm going to start buying organic chicken. Or when I run out of eggs, I'm going to buy the, the um, farm fresh eggs, the organic pasture raised eggs. Um, you can work with your local farmers. A, a lot of times buying eggs right from the farm, you can do it for three or four dollars a dozen, which is way less than a lot of the health food stores. Um, so there's that. And then, um, just work on getting better a little bit at a time. If you can, if you want to say, you know what, I'm going to transform my breakfast for right now. I'm going to focus on changing my eggs and any meat that I'm eating for breakfast, whether it's sausage or bacon, or I'm having a hamburger patty for breakfast, which (laughs) sounds weird, but sometimes I do that. If, if we're going to, so I, I do that and then I take my lunch and I transform that. And then I take my dinner and transform that. And it allows you to make progress without being overwhelmed up front and all at once. So, um, just a thought, um, on some of the strategies you can win, um, with when you're transitioning this. So I hope you found that helpful, helpful. And thank you for listening. Have a great day.